Hello there, and welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. Just in case we are new friends, I will quickly introduce myself, and then we will jump into today's brand new episode. Now, as I said, my name is Denise, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream chasing horse business owners like yourself to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm so you can create a cohesive plan for your social media, your website, and your email marketing that's going to help you to turn your online audience into your customers. Now, I do each of these things through Take the Reins, my one on one coaching program, as well as website design and website copywriting. And then of course, here on the podcast, my heart friends truly is to help you as an equestrian entrepreneur to be out doing more of what you love to do to equip you in that venture. And so here on the podcast, you can get a or you can expect to get a mix of step by step strategies, essential how to's and entrepreneurial mindset shifts that will help you not only see what's possible for your business, but I'm also here to guide you through that process so you can make it happen. Now, in preparation for today's episode, actually, I should say this, before I even knew I wanted to record on this topic, I was talking with a friend about goals. So really, let's just say this was the inspiration for the episode. And she's someone that I truly respect. I consider her successful on, in a number of ways, not just from an income level, but I learned in conversation with her that she actually doesn't set goals. And honestly, it kind of blew my mind. If we have been friends for a while here on the podcast, you know that I am a fan of setting goals for myself and of talking to my clients about what they're working towards, what that goal is. Now, she doesn't have a formal goal setting process, but I know she has a vision, right, for what she wants for her life and her business, but she doesn't really sit down and set goals. And so of course I asked her why. I wanted to learn about that. And in the midst of that and because of that, I've been talking with some friends and family about their mindset around goals. And I'm noticing some trends from the people that are saying, "Eh, goals aren't really for me. I can't do goals and here's why. And so I thought that may be you. I guarantee that I have some of you listening, some podcast friends that are saying, Denise, I actually resonate with that. I actually don't love setting goals and I haven't found a way to make them work for me yet. So I just don't do it. Now, here's my question to you. All right. What if, what if, just consider, okay, what if not setting goals is one of the things that has been keeping you from fully living out that dream that you have in your heart for your business, your family, and for yourself? Now, I am not here to tell you that you have to set goals. So please know that I want you to come into this open minded. And I'm coming into this open minded too. Okay, I am not telling you you have to set goals. But what I want to do is get into a real honest discussion about why you don't want to set goals, why you have been avoiding setting goals, maybe for this year. Maybe in the past you have actually set goals, but you're stuck this year and you're not doing that. And I want to talk about some honest reasons behind why you may be avoiding setting goals, specifically, of course, for your horse business. 
Now, as I said, my goal is not to convince you that goal, there you go. My goal, because you know I like goals, is not to convince you that you need to set goals. And it's also not to convince you that you need to set goals a certain way. I do believe that there is more than one way to do most things. And so I'm not going to share with you today a system for setting goals, even though I am a fan of finding the system that works for you. What I want to do today is to open your eyes to help you see how wide the world really is when it comes to goal setting. Because just as horse trainers and riders and whatever little part of the industry that you are in, just as you learn from the best and couple that with your own experience to create your own program, whether you're a trainer, a writer, a photographer, all those things, you are learning from others regularly, I am sure. And then you're taking what you've learned to create your own program. Well, my encouragement today is for you to be open to taking what could work for you and your business regarding goal setting and then build that into your own process and make it your own, make it work for you. So let's dive in, friends. We're going to talk about three reasons that you avoid setting goals for your horse business. And then I want to introduce a fresh perspective for you to consider for each one. Now, in case you're not somewhere that you are taking notes, but you want to be able to refer back to these things, you can get a highlight of this conversation over on my show notes at stormlily.com slash 129 for episode 129. I will have links there that I may be referencing. So make sure that you head there and get all the things, get the conversation highlights, get the links. And right now, I just want you to listen and consider if these reasons may be what's keeping you from setting goals for your horse business. Okay, let's dive in. Reason number one that you are avoiding setting goals is pressure. Now, this can come in a few different forms. The one that I am hearing most often, well, I should say the two, the two that I'm hearing most often is perfectionism and coupled with that, a fear of failure. And I know, friends, that perfectionism is real. I certainly have talked about that here on the podcast for myself. And so for some of you, you avoid setting goals because If the goal isn't perfect, it's not going to work. If you don't meet that goal in the perfect way, then you feel like a failure and you don't want to feel like a failure. So you just avoid setting goals. And I get that. And the other reason that has to do with pressure is that you're afraid that that pressure that comes from setting a goal, maybe it's an income goal, maybe it's a list building goal, um, maybe it's a number of clients that you want to work with or a certain level of show that you want to be at. You're afraid that the pressure of doing that is going to steal the joy from what you are doing or have actually tried to do that before. You've set a goal and you're like, Denise, it did steal the joy. I didn't really enjoy the process as much because I had my eyes on the prize and not the journey, which I think could definitely be its own episode for us, right? So I understand that that is a completely valid reason. So let me give you an interesting perspective to consider around failure. Now, as I was preparing for this episode, I remembered that I had heard a clip with Kobe Bryant in an interview years ago. Like, I mean, I think he was still playing even when he had said this. And what he said was, failure doesn't exist. It's a figment of your imagination. Now, 
I found that to be mind-blowing. He said he was he talks about it more and actually I have the link to this clip in the show notes and I would encourage you to go listen to that. It really is so interesting and I won't be able to say and I don't want to say every single thing that he said here. I want you to go listen to it. But he talked about his mindset and he literally told her he's like it doesn't exist. What are you talking about? It's a figment of your imagination. Now I've heard people say I either win or I learn. And they talk about how failure is not an option. But I thought that his way of saying it was even more um, strong, I guess you could say. Honestly, it was kind of like, I need to listen to this a couple of times. Kobe says, if you fail on Monday, the only way it's actually a failure is if you decide not to progress from that. Now, she asked him a question that I was thinking, and I was so glad she did. She said, okay, tell me this. If you finish your career without a championship, you wouldn't see that as a failure? And he actually said, no, he said it would be a disappointment. And he talked about all the ways it would be disappointing. And he said a lot that I can take and learn from that as well. It would be a learning, not a failure. It'd be a disappointment, not a failure. And so again, I want you to go listen to that. But the reason I'm talking about this here is because what if when you set goals that you use it to stretch you, you use it to help, you know, give you motivation, all the benefits you can, you know, look up online, there's so many benefits to setting goals. But as you're doing that, you shift your mindset around it. And you say, if I don't meet that goal, that does not mean that I lost, it does not mean that I failed. It means I had, I got to learn something, what are the things I can learn? And so I want to encourage you to consider shifting your mindset around goals and failure, and maybe relieve some of that pressure. All right, reason number two that you are avoiding setting goals for your horse business is that you can't get past the daily grind of the business. Your to-do list as an equestrian entrepreneur does not leave room for considering goals. You're saying, Denise, working in the business, the daily things that I have to do, it takes over. Working on the business, setting goals, that's a struggle. And again, each of these reasons, I am telling you, I understand them. I'm not judging any of you for them. What I'm saying is these are legit. And if you're feeling these, I want to encourage you to just shift that mindset a little bit. So the next mindset shift that I have for you to consider is rather than just focusing on the things, the bulleted list of items that you need to do and making that your goals. What if instead your goal was to focus on who you are becoming? All right. Now, I'm going to tell you a story to illustrate this. Again, somebody that I learned this concept from, and it is Fallon Taylor. She's a professional barrel racer. Many of you may know her. She has a very popular YouTube channel. And one of the videos that I listened to her talk about sharing her goals was when she said she was actually looking for her husband. So she was not yet married and she sat down and made a list of the qualities and characteristics of the type of husband that she wanted to find, the type of guy she wanted to marry. And then rather than going, okay, now how do I find him? Where do I go and find him? And doing the list of things, right? Instead of that, she made a list of the type of woman she wanted to become, the type of woman that that type of man would be looking for. And so she focused on on her own character. She focused on becoming who she wanted to be that would be the woman he was looking for. 
I hope that makes sense. I hope I'm explaining that well enough. The way she did it, of course, was so, so good. And I will link, of course, to that in the show notes as well. But here's what I want you to think about. I want to encourage you to think about the type of business owner that you want to be, the type of business that you want to run and the business owner that that requires, the CEO that requires, right? And so I don't want you to find the person and copy the person. So I don't want you to say, oh, I want to be like so-and-so, so I'm going to copy what they're doing. But instead, my encouragement here is for you to consider the characteristics of the type of business owner that you want to become. And rather than just setting monetary goals, what if you set goals that had to do with the character that you're developing and who you want to become as a business owner? And then let that guide your goals. Now, I know that that's, again, a mindset shift. You may need to sit with that for a few minutes, but I encourage you to do that, okay? Sit with this idea and see what that would look like for you as you consider goal setting and how that may open up a few more doors of opportunity for setting goals that you hadn't considered before. All right, we're at the end. Reason number three that you have been avoiding setting goals for your horse business, and that is comparison. Now, I hinted at that just a bit a moment ago that I don't want you to look at others and just copy what they're doing. And when it comes to comparison, I know that some of you have set goals based on what you feel you should be doing based on what everyone else around you is doing. So you're looking at social media, you're looking at the publication in your specific niche of the industry, and you're seeing what people are doing and saying, I should be doing that. I need to be doing what they're doing because I want to be successful like they are. And are there some principles to that that we can learn from others? Absolutely. You know, I'm a huge fan of that. But I want you to consider that your success measure and thus your goals have been based on what you see others in your field or your niche doing rather than what your version of success is for your equestrian business, because it is unique and specific. Maybe in the past, you've had a goal of a number of followers that you wanted to have because you see so-and-so with thousands of followers, and you think that's what's going to help you reach your version of success. But the mindset shift, the fresh perspective I want you to consider is that starting with a clean slate, that the first step is your success and what that looks like is a better way to set your goals. I want you to start with a clear view of what you are working towards in your business. Because for some horse trainers, yes, they want to have 40 horses in the barn and they want to have five assistants and they want to have the grooms and they want to have all those things. But that may not be what you want to do. So I want you to be so clear on what your success looks like. What is the vision that you have for your equestrian business? That is where you start with your goal setting because success is personal to you. And comparison will definitely keep you from setting goals that are going to help you meet your own version of success in your business. Now, one quick reminder on this as well, when you think about your vision and you think about setting these goals, please remember that your horse business, it is a business. It is a part of what you are doing. It is not who you are. So again, with comparison, what often happens is that we lose so much of our identity and focus on other people, but I don't want you to lose your identity or yourself in your business or your goal setting. Okay. Remember who you are in that process. 
Okay, friends, that is the three reasons that you've been avoiding setting goals. Now, I have one more thing that I want you to consider that's in line with this. These three reasons all have a common thread. They all have a common thread of a limiting belief. Now, what's limiting belief? You've heard me talk about mindset and um, different books that I've been reading on mindset, and specifically Michael Hyatt and his daughter Megan in the book that I just recently read, Master Your Mindset. And they talk about a limiting belief as a thought or a state of mind that you think is the absolute truth and stops you from doing certain things. It actually holds you back. Now, an example would be saying, I don't have enough time. And I say that sometimes too. And it's a limiting belief because that's not the absolute truth. We make time for what's important to us, right? What about when we say it's not possible or it has to be perfect? Those are all limiting beliefs. And so the common limiting belief that I see running through each of these reasons for avoidance is believing I cannot do goals, right? I can't do goals. I don't do goals. I can't do goals. And yet what's true is actually that you can and that you can do it in a way that works for you. So can I encourage you to instead reframe that to what Michael and Megan call a liberating truth? And an example of that would be instead of saying, Denise, I can't do goals. You say, Denise, I actually can do goals in a way that works for me, which is why we talk so much in this episode about what is working, what is success for you, what is all personal to you. You can do it in a way that works for you. So my encouragement today is for you to look back at these show notes, look at these three reasons, and then I want you to actually identify. And I would love to hear from you. Send me a note on social, shoot me an email, identify what it is that has made you avoid setting goals up until now. And then sit with that fresh perspective, that mindset shift that I shared with you and see if it might open your eyes to a new way of doing goals. Because again, there's so many different ways. There's so many systems out there. And I don't believe that only one way works for everybody, but I do believe one way works best for certain people. And so I want to encourage you to find that. But first to really just open your eyes and your mind to what's possible with goals. Now, personally, I have participated in goal setting trainings and read books and listened to podcasts to work on my own system. And so I'm continually tweaking that, but I have put out a free guide that I would love to share with you. If you want some really practical help, if you're saying, okay, I'm ready, I'm up for goal setting, but where do I start? What does that actually look like? I have a free guide that I'd love to share with you. If you head over to stormlily.com slash goals, you can get a free goal setting cheat sheet and it has boxes for you to fill in and really get a good feeling around the goals you have for your business just this year and really break that down. Because the other thing that we've talked about here on the podcast and the reason I made this guide is because sometimes we set goals and then a month later, we don't remember what they are. And I don't want that to happen for you. I want you to actually meet those goals. So go get that free guide that will give you a simple framework that you can follow to get you started. All right. Now, again, make sure that you go to the show notes get the links, listen to that clip with Kobe Bryant, listen to Fallon Taylor, talk about her mindset shift around goal setting as well. And make sure that you're following me on social if you are not yet as Storm Lily Marketing, because all month long, uh, if you're listening to this live, I should stay right in January 2024, all month long, I'm going to be doing live trainings on Facebook and Instagram. And I would love to have you join me for that. So stay tuned for those. But make sure you are 
are following. Make sure we're email friends so you get those notifications. And of course, the common thread for these trainings is going to be giving you some practical and strategic insights to help you meet your goals for your business this year. Okay, so make sure if you're listening to this after January, you can still go back to my YouTube channel or my Facebook page at Storm Lily Marketing and you can catch those replays. All right. Okay, friends, thank you so much for joining me here today. If this episode was helpful to you, would you share it with a friend? Just hit that send link and text it to them or share it on social and let others know that the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast is here for them as well. Because as you do that, and as you leave reviews, and as you comment on social, what you're doing is telling Apple Podcasts and all the other players that this is helpful information for equestrian entrepreneurs so that they can share it with more people just like you. I so appreciate you being here. I'm so excited for what's ahead for you and your business this year. And I can't wait to continue to guide you along on this journey. So stay tuned for more new episodes and have an amazing day. 